hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Since it's the week of Thanksgiving, we thought we'd talk a little bit about being thankful today. And uh, we were looking at the passage in the book of Luke, chapter 17, and I thought I'd just read a story. I know most of us are familiar, but I think it's worth repeating. So we're going to go to Luke, chapter 17, jumping in in verse 11. Uh, As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. By the way, time after a second when I was reading another more amplified translation, it said that he kept thanking Jesus over and over and over. Okay, verse 17. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. That's a wonderful story, isn't it? Oh, there's so much here about Thanksgiving. Number one, if we were to go to the end of the story and look at Jesus' reaction, asking where are the other nine, it it tells us how much God values gratitude. And, you know, this one man who returned, and the Bible points out the fact that he was a Samaritan. Um, It's very clear that it's very important to Jesus that we express gratitude. In in this story, and again, I was reading in the more amplified translation, he didn't just send a thank you note. Mm -mm. I mean, he went, the Bible tells us he went, he was worshiping and he was crying out with a loud voice voice. his thanksgiving and he was he was falling at jesus feet and thanking him over and over and over so it it wasn't just expressing thanks but it was also expressing worship well what what the bible tells us in this story was that when jesus was when 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 these lepers asked to be healed they were crying with they were crying with a loud voice and the thing i've always loved about the man who returned to give thanks his volume was still turned up (laughs) you know because he was just as he was just as vocal uh, about being grateful as he was about asking to be healed, and it it does show that we as human beings—I don't mean us personally—but just human beings have the nature to cry out with a loud voice when we need help. But when it comes to being grateful, sometimes we put it on that mute. Volume mm-hmm. goes low. You know, um, I can think of. Uh, several things maybe but what would you think of as a modern parallel or illustration to this story well i mean ingratitude is just such a big part of our world right now in fact when the bible talks about the last days and gives the signs of the last days the bible says that in the last days people will be ungrateful Mm -hmm. and so i think we just see so much this for me to answer your question i think about the spirit of entitlement being the opposite and it's such a common uh it's such an obvious contemporary uh example of the lack of gratitude in our world today you know people saying that they're owed things i mean even we hear in our culture the use of the term entitlement when in reality we're talking about charity Mm -hmm. so if you put those two things together a lot of people think they're entitled to charity which that's not the case and for us who are so blessed by God in so many ways, countless ways, it's very important for us not to feel entitled. And, and, and I know that, here's the thing, while I'm on this subject, I think a lot of us Christians would, would say, well, I don't feel entitled. But if we think about complaining, in a way complaining mm-hmm. uh, needlessly, 
And, and I understand sometimes there's a legitimate way of expressing concern or pain over something. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the complaints about stuff that really doesn't matter at all. It's really kind of a way of saying I feel entitled to a perfect world and the world's not perfect today. So I don't know. That's what I think of to answer your question. Yeah, I think uh, being grateful doesn't cost us anything. No. It really doesn't. It doesn't yeah. it, and it, and it's, it means so much. You know, when we go out of our way to do something for someone, we feel put out if we don't, don't get appropriate gratitude. And, and we're nothing compared to what God has done for us. But, um, you know, it doesn't cost us anything mm-hmm. to have a grateful heart and to express that gratitude to the Lord. You know, I'm going to go somewhere that I really am going to pray that you'll understand the full message of what I'm about to say because I recognize what I'm about to go into could be misunderstood. But I think a lot of the um, uh, mental health problems in our nation today are exacerbated by an absence of gratitude. Now, I, what I, I'm not, you know, if someone's listening to this and you're dealing with clinical depression, please, I'm not saying you can get off your medicine and start being thankful and, the medicine, and that will cure you. Uh, what I am saying is this, I think I know all of us would enjoy better mental health if gratitude was a big part of our lives. I think I shared in a service the other day, and um, <laughs> you know how I am at New Spring. I was, I was meeting a lady at uh, the coffee shop the other day uh, during one of our services, and she was telling me that she came to the Saturday evening service, but she went ahead and watched the Sunday morning service on, mm-hmm. on the internet because I changed so many things in the message. So I, I can't recall if I said this in all the services, but I remember reading Sean Aker's book on positive psychology. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was so intrigued by this subject. He was he was a Harvard student who later became a Harvard, a Harvard instructor. And the, the idea of positive psychology is not uh, analyzing people who present with a complaint because that's where most psychology right. is. But positive psychology is looking at people who are happy and analyzing mm-hmm. why they're happy. And he uh, wanted to have a course at Harvard on positive psychology and they said, well, we can't give credit for it. So he wasn't sure anybody would sign up for it. That class has been maxed out for years. Mm-hmm. But when I read Sean Aker's book, one of the things that he teaches in positive psychology is the importance of gratitude. In fact, one of the assignments, one of the early assignments is to write three thank you messages every day. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's been proven time and time again that gratitude has a huge bearing on emotional health. You know what that makes me think of? You know, um, you and I, we work on health and nutrition. Mm -hmm. That's one of the focuses of this stage of our life. But you know, one of the things that we've learned when we're trying to be physically fit is if we have muscles that are weak and aren't working well, the way to make them work better is to to exercise them. And I think Gratitude is like a muscle that can be made stronger by by using it, by exercising it, by stretching it. And I think if we focus on building gratitude in our heart and in our life and exercising that, it kind of reminds me of that story of that professor. And I I think all of us can grow in that. I I think that the potential is there and we could reap such benefits in our life. Mary Alice, that is a marvelous point. I I love how that you're comparing gratitude with exercise because you know if, if a person is going to be physically fit they have to determine that they're going to exercise they can't just exercise when they feel like it right and I think a lot of us have the idea that gratitude is when we feel like it 
Right. You just wait for the feeling to hit us. Right. You're, you're talking about being intentional about Proactive. it. Proactive. Proactive about it, which yes. means we're going to have to be grateful when we don't feel grateful. In mm-hmm. the absence of that, we will decline. Yeah. I believe, you know, because that's what, again, you know, analyzing things right now, because I have a lot of muscles that have declined, and that's because I haven't been exercising them. And I think when we don't exercise our gratitude, we can so easily slip into the attitude of, of complaining, and, and, uh, and eventually it'll lead us to bitterness and resentfulness. I just love what you're saying. We didn't talk about this before no, the camera started. Well, you said this idea while we, <laughs> yeah, while we were talking. You inspired it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take idea. that. <laughs> but I love this idea of exercising gratitude because, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of got behind a few days, and so today I had a rough workout <laughs> earlier today. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of still sore, but uh, here's what I know about exercising. I, it's not like that I'm just going to feel like exercising until I exercise. Mm-hmm. I exercise when I don't feel like it, and then I begin to feel like it. And I, and I think there is a great parallel with gratitude. Oftentimes, we're waiting till the feeling of gratitude comes to us, where if we would exercise that gratitude, then we'd feel like being thankful. And, and the thing that we've talked about a lot, too, is you can always start. That's right. You, know, you can always start, make it, make it your plan, make it your goal our goal, our plan, to exercise our gratitude and, and help it to grow by getting, well, it'll get stronger the more we exercise and I love that. Well, I love that. Well, I can't think of a better time to to start. If we, if we look at our lives and say, I could be more grateful. Mm-hmm. I know we're all grateful, but I'm, I'm saying if we take Mary Ellis's suggestion and think about it as being intentional, I can't think of a better week to start than Thanksgiving week. That's right. We've got a few days to build up before we That's get right. to before the before big day. Thanksgiving, right. Get a running start. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. If you want something to inspire you to have gratitude, just get online and look at our worship services mm-hmm. last week. Our worship team and our choir just inspired us so much mm-hmm. with songs about gratefulness. That's and so right. if you need something to kind of lift your spirits today, you just might want to get online, watch the service this last weekend. That's a great idea. I still have one of the songs they were doing on things. I, it's I, just play, <laughs> playing on my player. I, that's why yeah. I said that. I, I did the same thing. We had a, a, an officer's meeting at the church board meeting after the Saturday evening service. And uh, one of the guys on our board is Brad Benier, and he's also in the choir. choir. Yes. And so Brad was sitting next to me, and, and I kept kind of humming that song. And Brad said, I hear you humming that song. <laughs> It sticks with you. It sure does. And that's a good thing. Yes, yes. That is well, Mary Alice, uh, we always pray on, on Noah's window, and Thanksgiving is part yes. of prayer. Yes, yes, And absolutely. so would you lead us today? Yes, let's pray. Father, we are so thankful, and we want to stop and just focus on you to thank you for who you are and what you've done for each and every one of us. You've blessed us corporately, but you've also blessed us individually, and we want to be Uh, careful to stop and give you praise and glory and honor and recognition for all that you've done for us and there's so many things that we know of that you've done for us that we can so quickly forget we want to remember those father yes and we want to even give you thanks for the things that you've done for us that maybe we don't even know maybe we'll know when we get to heaven but thank you for your great love um for what you showered on us yes i pray that you be with everyone in our family and our noah's window family Help us, Father, to be focused on you and what you've done for us. Help us as we approach this Thanksgiving holiday. We'll be with family, many of us, and for some it will be a painful time because there's been great loss this year. Father, I just pray that you come 
and heal those wounds, comfort and and carry, hold those close that are hurting. And uh, for the rest of us who are going to enjoy a holiday that uh, we have not suffered tragedy this year, I pray that you'd help us to stop and, mm-hmm. and take account of that, Father, and to express our love to one another and to you more carefully and more thoughtfully and proactively. And we just want to be a grateful people. We want to honor you, and we want you to uh, shine through us to others as we live out this year. Thank you again, Father, for all you've done. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for what we get to enjoy with this special Noah's Window family and what how precious they are to us. And we just pray that you bless each and every one. And uh, we ask all these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for joining us today for this Noah's Window. We pray that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. We also recognize, Mary Alice, that a, a lot of our Noah's Window uh, family may be traveling this week. That's and true. so we want you to know that we're praying for you, that God gives you safe travel, brings you back to us. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow. God willing. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.